0: Tonight, this very night, God has rent the heavens and come down. Our deepest longings for the Lord God to intervene, to comfort us, to recreate us, have come to pass in the birth of a child. And this is what we hear throughout the scriptures, and the scriptures read aloud tonight in Isaiah we hear... What Isaiah tells us in this prophecy of an event, event that was, in Isaiah's day, yet to come, in the future. Isaiah saw a child that would be born with the government itself as an inheritance, with governmental rule that would increase and increase over time, that would be granted an incredible title, including Almighty God as the title. And with the inheritance being also David, King David's throne in his house as a heritage. And we hear later on in a real historic moment at a real historic place in the city of David called Bethlehem, we hear more about this event. These shepherds, as they're wandering and uh, watching over their flocks by night, interact with, and they have this vision of an angelic host singing aloud, glory to God in the highest, and an angel of the Lord we hear. And Luke 2 tonight says to them, fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. We hear born in that city of David is the one who inherits David's throne and the house of David. This is the promised Messiah himself. And again, it's in a real historic moment. While Corinius was a governor of Syria, while Caesar Augustus ruled the world, the known world at that time, and this little baby to be, that was born would be the one who inherits the house and throne of David. The government will be upon his shoulders, and he'll be bringing peace and restoration upon earth. A new creation itself. All of this wrapped up in the birth of this little baby. Heaven's armies cry and chant loudly, and mankind is paralyzed in wonder. The birth of this child is revealed today to be more glorious, much more glorious than we who through the season of Advent have been longing for the coming of the Messiah, we who anticipated it. It's more glorious than we could have ever imagined because the promised son is none other than the I am, than God in human flesh, God incarnate. The child titled Almighty God is now God with us, Emmanuel. And I'm sure I could go on and on about this phenomenon with my own words, but as is tradition at Christ Church and in many churches, uh, we like to uh, uh, take up old sermons preached long ago by ancient saints uh, and then uh, bring them back, uh, resurrect them, so to speak, And preach them again. Because the words of old sermons ring true today just as they did in their day. And so I'm going to share with you the homily of St. John Chrysostom on Christmas. Please pray with me. Father, I pray that you would give me uh, words uh, to preach through this ancient saint. And I pray that you would give us all ears to hear your word preached Um, ages ago and preached once again in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Behold, a new and wondrous mystery. My ears resound to the shepherd's song, piping no soft melody, but chanting full forth a heavenly hymn. The angels sing, the archangels blend their voice in harmony. The cherubim hymn their joyful praise. The seraphim exalt his glory. All join to praise his holy feast, beholding the Godhead here on earth and man in heaven. He who is above now for our redemption dwells here below. He that was lowly is by divine mercy raised. Bethlehem this day resembles heaven hearing from the stars the singing of angelic voices, and in place of sun, and folds within itself on every side the sun of justice. And ask not how. For where God wills, the order of nature yields. For he willed, he had the power, he descended, he redeemed, all things yielded in obedience to God. This day, He who is is born, and he who is becomes what he was not. For when he was God, he became man, yet not departing from the Godhead that is his, nor yet by any loss of divinity became he man, nor through increase became he God from man, but being the word, he became flesh, his nature because of impassibility, remained unchanged. And so the kings have come, and they have seen the heavenly king that has come upon the earth, not bringing with him angels, nor archangels, nor thrones, nor dominions, nor powers, nor principalities, but treading a new and solitary path. He has come forth from a spotless womb. Since this heavenly birth cannot be described, neither does his coming amongst us in these days permit of too curious scrutiny, though I know that a virgin this day gave birth, and I believe that God was begotten before all time, yet the manner of this generation, this birth, I have learned to venerate in silence and accept that this is not to be probed too curiously with wordy speech." For with God we look not for the order of nature, but rest our faith in the power of him who works. What shall I say to you? What shall I tell you? Behold, a mother has brought forth. I see a child come this, to this light by birth. The manner of his conception I cannot comprehend. Nature here rested While the will of God labored, O ineffable grace, unspeakable grace, the only begotten, who is before all ages, who cannot be touched or perceived, who is simple, without body, has now put on my body, that is visible and liable to corruption, that is frail. For what reason? that coming amongst amongst us he may teach us, and teaching lead us by the hand to things that men cannot see. For since men believe that the eyes are more trustworthy than the ears, they doubt of that which they do not see, and so he has deemed to show himself in bodily presence, that he may remove all doubt. Christ, finding the holy body and soul of the virgin Builds for himself a living temple, and as he had willed, formed there a man, a flesh, a body from the Virgin, and putting him on this day came forth, unashamed of the lowliness of our nature. For it was to him no alluring to put on what he himself had made. Let that handiwork be forever glorified, which became the cloak of its own Creator. For as in the first creation of flesh, man could not be made before the clay had come into his hand, so neither could the corruptible body be glorified until it had first become the garment of its maker. What shall I say? And how shall I describe this birth to you? For this wonder fills me with astonishment. The ancient of days has become an infant." He who sits upon the sublime and heavenly throne now lies in a manger. And he who cannot be touched, who is simple, without complexity, and incorporeal, now lies subject to the hands of men. He who has broken the bonds of sinners is now bound by an infant's band. But he has decreed that ignominy shall become honor, infamy be clothed with glory and total humiliation, the measure of his goodness. For this he assumed my body, that I may become capable of his word, taking my flesh. He gives me his spirit. And so he bestowing and I receiving, he prepares for me the treasure of life. He takes my flesh to sanctify me. He gives me his spirit that he may save me. Come then, let us observe the feast. Truly wondrous is the whole chronicle of the nativity. For this day, the ancient slavery is ended. The devil confounded. The demons take to flight. The power of death is broken. Paradise is unlocked. The curse is taken away. Sin is removed from us. Error driven out, truth has been brought back, the speech of kindliness diffused and spreads on every side, a heavenly way of life has been implanted on the earth. Angels communicate with men without fear, and men now hold speech with angels. Why is this? Because God is now on earth and man in heaven. On every side, all things commingle. He became flesh. He did not become God. He was God. Wherefore, he became flesh, so that he whom heaven did not contain, a manger would this day receive. He was placed in a manger, so that he, by whom all things are nourished, may receive an infant's food from his virgin mother. So the father of all ages, as an infant at the breast, nestles in the virginal arms, that the magi may more easily see him. Since this day the magi too have come and made a beginning of withstanding tyranny, and the heavens give glory, and the Lord is revealed by a star. To him, to him who out of confusion has wrought a clear path. To Christ, to the Father, and to the Holy Ghost, we offer all praise now and forever. Amen.